Welcome to the middle of September, my friends. It is September 16th. Thank you for joining us on this Monday for another five minutes with Sean. Maybe 10. Lots going on. Um, a lot of conversations recently revolving around the idea um, of, it, of silos in dealerships, right? Kind of why aren't we able to move forward as a group? And it's because of these silos. Now, I'm a good Midwestern kid, so I've been seeing grain silos my whole life. And the idea of it is, right? Fill it, compartmentalize. Fill the next one, compartmentalize. And everything stays separated because that's what you need to do in farming if you're farming a bunch of different materials. We are not farming, people. We are selling cars. Uh, recently, uh, Becky Chernick and Justin Jarek had a conversation um, that I really tuned into because it was this idea of do you, how do you deal with F&I people you know, and, and sales people? How do you deal with that relationship? Do you, should you have to spiff? Salespeople to sell F and I, um, and the answer to that in my world is yes. It's always been that way. Um, I, that's for any any salesperson who's told to do more because they're basically paid in commission. They expect that bonus. That that comes from right here in the heart. And anyone who says that's not how they felt as a salesperson probably is lying to you. Okay, so let's take it at, at its at its idea. The idea is F&I wants help getting their products sold for them, right? Not, sorry, F&I, that's not what I meant. You want help getting people excited and the idea of it kind of TOing you, setting you up correctly for the sale, okay? I have no problem with that at all. I think it's wonderful. I think if things get sold, salespeople should get paid. But the reason that relationship is so difficult is because salespeople are over here, the desk is over here, F&I is over here and the bosses are way up here, right? So this problem exists throughout dealerships all across the country and we're so worried about that digital retail, buying online, yada, yada, bullshit, who cares? Because none of it matters if your dealership cannot communicate, okay? You're never gonna be able to do digital retailing in a siloed environment when the desk manager won't give a number on a trade over the phone. You think he's gonna give a number online to a ghost customer? No, he's not. You think your desk who doesn't want to lose uh, $5 in gross to make a car deal because that's how they're paid is going to give away gross online to an anonymous customer? No, they won't. You think a salesperson is going to walk a person through a deal they're not going to get paid a full commission on? No, they're not. So what we have to do is we have to work as a team. One of the biggest things when I was in retail that I tried to cut out from the, from the discussion was this is when BDCs were real hot. I didn't believe in BDCs. Um, I thought it was silly. I thought our salespeople, I was raised in this business in the late 90s as a sales person, right? Rolodexes, always calling, always following up, always on the phone. So the principle of the BDC, kind of in my opinion, that first move into a silo um, was, was to me a bad idea because I didn't want to be a part of that. I didn't. I, I, I just didn't want my guys having to have someone else do the work, right? Because it's, it didn't make any sense to me. So that silo of a BDC, now you separate them from the sales team, right? And inevitably, you guys always move them off the floor and put them in the back room somewhere. So now it's now it's the BDC, the salespeople, the desk, the manager, the GM, right? And then F&I over here. So all we're creating is this, I don't want to say animosity, but this inability to communicate directly with the people making the decisions, the people getting the work done. And so... You, you've sort of taken this and you have these silos now where 
F and I can't do what they want to do because of the desk. The desk can't do what they want to do because of salespeople. So when we were running things, we made sure that everyone from front to back was all on the same page. We didn't care if you were an internet salesperson, you were a, a salesperson. And by the way, just so we're clear, you can get rid of the term internet salespeople, okay? Every customer's been on the internet. Every salesperson sells customers from the internet. We have salespeople. Uh, I'm hearing this like, let's have an all internet floor. Like, what does that even mean? That's a stupid way of saying we can't get people to agree, so we're going to rebrand ourselves as something different, okay? Here's the reality. The single person, the single source approach is something that I see dealerships shifting to. I've talked about it on this show before, right? One person, front to back. Gross goes up, CSI goes up. Do I, hit, do I, do I take a little bit out of F&I because they're not qualified? Maybe. But because there's no back and forth, there's no nonsense running between the desk. Oh, hold on. Let's go. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me get $5 for your trade. Let me get $7 off the sale price. Meanwhile, the customer is sitting there wondering, what in the fuck is going on? This is our problem. Enough about buying cars online. It is a stupid idea. I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. In your lifetime, I'm in my late 30s. No one will see 100% of cars bought online. So stop talking like it's a thing. Customers do not want to buy a car online. There's plenty of surveys to show that. What they want is to not be jacked around. And part of being jacked around is the silo. Okay? The silo is your problem. Your inability to have sales managers work with salespeople, then work with F&I is your problem. Okay? That's what we have to cure. Does it come back to culture? Yes. Am I in the culture business? Fuck no. <laughs> Not at all. You guys deal with that on your own. But, but the point is you need to see it from the outside looking in, that your problem is that you've created fiefdoms inside your dealership, not allowing everyone to come together as an entire unit. So to me, if you eliminate the silos, you will create success. And go back and check out uh, Becky Chernick and Justin Jarek's sit down. They talk really well about it. They go into all the details about it. Um, I believe that it, it occurs. These questions happen because of silos. Thank you so much for joining me on this Silo Monday. Um, as always, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere you can listen to this podcast. And those of you on the audio side, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, or you can always go over to the YouTube channel, find us there, and subscribe if one was so inclined. You know, I don't normally push for that, but you know, what the hell? We're here. So thank you guys so much for your time. I hope September is going well, and I hope you join us again next week when we're going to be talking about what the fuck do you have so many meetings for. Thanks a lot. Have a great week.